Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> it sounds like you're sliding into home plate, and we're so happy for it. <laughs> Hi. How would you like the Hi, music? Catherine. Hey, everyone. Hi. We've gotten so many people who commented on this beautiful music. Let's hear just a little bit of it before we start, okay? Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Here we go. Recording has started. Unmuted. Oh, that's lovely. <clears throat> Thank you for playing that. All right, I believe we're going to open with a prayer with Catherine. Do you have that? Yes, Andy, Catherine? I do. Uh-huh, Wonderful. Indeed. Today, I don't, I don't think you had a moment to um, explain to people, Christine is sick today and won't be able to be on the show, but we are sending her our big love. She's resting and she will listen to the show later. But her her spirit is with us. We all yeah. know that. <laughs> all right. So let's do our opening prayer. And all of you join with us to do this prayer. Mother and Father, we reach within to the spark within us that is your light we invite you I accept you into my heart and into my will I ask you to shine on me in my ascension to help me to be 
a true messenger and a living example of your light and your love. In these days when your increasing light is displacing all the old structures and the belief systems, I feel you with me. And I call upon the violet flame to burn away all the old and to help me to remain steady in my faith as I rise in my consciousness, as I free myself to embrace the new. I ask all fifth-dimensional and higher beings, ascended masters, galactic federation of light, agarthans, all benevolent high beings on ships, the many kingdoms of earth, our higher selves, and our twin flames. We ask all to join us and support us in our sincere quest to raise ourselves and earth into the realms of eternal light in God's glory. So be it. So be it. Thank you, Catherine. Gosh, I love your prayer. <laughs> Thanks. Wonderful. Well, welcome, everybody, officially. Hello from Catherine and Meg. And today's program, we have Archangel Michael joining us to discuss valor. Our website is whoneedslight.org, and you can sign up there to receive our messages and show announcements. And our Facebook page is Who Needs Light. We'll also post the messages and the show updates there as well. <clears throat> so, Catherine, do we have a little mini retreat update you can share with us? Okay, sure. Well, we're fast approaching <laughs> the retreat dates on April 24th. We um, actually have had a few new requests and a few people with some emergencies where they really regretfully had to um, cancel their uh, their registration. So we we have a couple of slots left. So we would gratefully welcome and joyfully uh, accept a couple more requests for um, slots Mm. at the retreat. It's going to be a very exciting time. And as many people know, we have a welcome packet that we can send out to you that describes travel arrangements, the cost of the retreat, all the activities, and the the, um, description of the food and the things we're going to do there. And it's very interesting that... There may even be more people from around the world than there are from the United States coming oh to the my. retreat. People from all over, Australia, New Zealand, the U.K., Europe. It's going to be such an exciting group. So we welcome anyone who has put out the request to the company of heaven that they Find the means to come and join us. It's happening. Several folks have have uh, contacted us and said it came. You know, my <laughs> blessing is here, and I can make it to the retreat. So here oh. I come. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we look forward to more of those. And we'll be doing more treats, more retreats, more treats, yes, and more, more treats, yes. <laughs> <laughs> more retreats in the, in the months to come. Well, I, so I've had fun a, with, um, oh, go ahead. Go, yeah, go. I'm done. <laughs> I have, um, as people have signed out, uh, filled out their personal information sheet when mm-hmm. they're coming, um, we all, Catherine and Christine and I, uh, get a copy. And so I'll read through each one that comes through and where they're from. And I'm having a little geography lesson because I've had to look <laughs> up a couple of places where people are from. And um, I think we have one person coming from Gibraltar. Well, I've heard of the Rock of Gibraltar, <laughs> but where is Gibraltar? So I stop what I'm doing and I find Gibraltar on Google Maps and I read a little about about where that is. And it was very interesting. I sat for two hours reading about the history of Gibraltar and I just, it was fun. And we have another person from Curacao. Well, I've heard of Curacao, but where is it? <laughs> so... It's been really lovely, so um, it's and I get to be excited about where everyone is coming from. It's just going to be so rich on so many levels, and we're going to be doing calls during the retreat at least. I know at least one, and maybe more, and messages right. coming out at the retreat. So we will we will definitely be letting you know and including you on. We'll probably have several. This story ends in glory. Family action. Um, plans and uh, so we'll let everybody know so you're with us so um, but yeah we're looking forward to the international grid connection on the retreat mm-hmm. yes oh, thanks for that all right so I'm going to talk today a little bit about the events of this past week um, and what we've been doing here and Michael will really tell the story because he has, of course, a bird's eye view of everything that's going on here. But I just want to mention um, that we will be talking a little bit more about transmuting and about um, the frequencies that have been coming through. I've gotten a couple of letters from people that are just remarkable and beautiful so i want to read a letter from jan because it's it's so timely and so in line with what we're going to talk about today so i have a letter from jan and one from cowboy and we're going to read these uh and i I also want to ask meg about what's been going on in at her end first Hmm. let's hear from jan this letter just blew me away because it was um, it she brought in all the things that people write to us about i mean it's it's just all here the feelings that we've had and that others talk about so I'll let Jan speak. This was written to us, Catherine Christine, and Meg, but of course it's for all of you. And I did tell her that I'd be reading it on the show. Where do I begin? Your shows are always wonderful. However, I believe that today's broadcast, this was from the past week, 
was the most powerful of all, but then it does feel right that they should become more and more powerful. I know I need not tell you that each of you was speaking directly to me. It was exactly what I desperately needed to hear today. I have compared myself to other light workers over and over. They have a way of coming out on top by my measuring standards. Other light workers are more powerful, their lives far more representative of the light. They seem to succeed where I fail. I have believed that if I were getting it right, my life would look so different. I wouldn't be in what appears to be a stuck place. Things would be move, moving slow, smoothly. They certainly do seem to do so for other light workers. so why not for me? Obviously, I'm lacking in all sorts of ways. Well, Jan, haven't we all felt that? And this is what Christine was talking about, too. But those of us who are working hard don't always look pretty. It doesn't always look lovely. So Jan continues. Then I go to a place where I'm so exhausted by it all, so overwhelmed, I just want to give up. Some days I complain loudly to the company of heaven. I blame. I judge. I say... Quote, I am ready to let go and don't want to be here anymore. I want to be on a ship where it's exciting and adventurous. <laughs> but, <laughs> but somehow I realize that this is where I really want to be. Then somehow I begin to little by little make it back up. It's a wild roller coaster ride totally lacking in fun. I judge decisions <laughs> I've made that appear to be purely third-dimensional. If I hadn't made such stupid decisions, I would not be in such a bad place. Then I point out bad decisions others have made, which affect me adversely, and so on and on and on. Emotionally, it's totally exhausting. However, deep down inside of me, I know that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Had I made different choices, Choices that looking back with third-dimensional eyes would have been far better Then I would not have created the opportunity for myself to do the work that is mine to do. I'm not here to just float along. I'm here to help create the new age. I'm here to do all I can to create change on this planet. I can't do that from a lovely cloud. I volunteered to dig in and get my hands dirty and to work as hard as I could to get this done. I know this deep down. I know within my sacred heart that I am strong enough to do this. I know I even have the strength I'm not even tapping into. I know all of this. Then I stumble. Fear, exhaustion, worry, anger, doubt, etc. raise their little heads to claim my attention and once again to be dealt with. So it begins again, and I'm climbing up once more. This is not fun. <laughs> this is not easy. I often don't know what I'm doing. I question if I'm really following the guidance of my I Am Presence. Michael, Sananda, and the others. I question my ability. 
I feel unqualified. I feel overwhelmed. I feel exhausted. I feel disconnected. You know the story. There is, however, one thing that I want to greatly emphasize. I can't emphasize it enough. I could not get through all of this, whatever, (laughs) polite word there, if it were not for you, Catherine, and for you, Meg, and for you, Christine, I would not be making it to the extent that I am. You are three amazing masters, and I'm blessed to have you in my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and many thanks to our whole family from whom I receive so much strength and so many blessings. Wishing you joy and strength and love and laughter and tons of light. Jan. Oh, Jan. Yeah, isn't that amazing? She says, I realized I had failed to say how each of you brought me to tears, good tears. Tears of love. I truly believe this is a special moment for the light workers and Michael and Sananda and the Company of Heaven and Ashtar and the Galactics. It feels like this is finally our moment. I pray that it is. <laughs> Jan. Oh. <laughs> Does any of that sound familiar? Oh my goodness, Jan. To everyone Thank you on the for call. your. Yeah, everyone. She really speaks for all of us. You know, we were initially taught that this this new golden age would bring not just such joy and excitement and upliftment. And, of course, it has. It does. And along with that, most of us really did, as Jan describes. We agreed to roll up our sleeves and get our hands dirty. Mm-hmm. What she describes is transmuting. You experience it. You feel the doubt, the anger, the confusion. And then you raise yourself up through your own faith. You give all of that to mother and father and to the violet fire. And then you rise, as she describes, right? You, you start to feel, whoa, I am now in the light. And then you do it again. <laughs> That's how we're accomplishing this work. <laughs> what were you going to say, Meg? This all sounds yes. familiar to you. Oh, it's just. I'm so grateful for the the transparency has been the biggest gift for me with mm-hmm. of course the company of heaven being as transparent as of course they can but but also the gift of transparency because it is the, the strongest connection that I know how to do the strongest way I know how to connect with others mm-hmm. is just to speak from my heart on what I'm experiencing and then listen. And this mm-hmm. format, like Jan says, allows for this exchange of, and we hear you on the call. We hear your experiences that you're just, that you're saying right now. We, we hear it. So mm-hmm. it's a dialogue ongoing on the call, even though we're the ones with the mics, the, the dialogue is complete. 
and the company of heaven facilitates the sharing. So I always feel connected to the hundreds and thousands of people. But that it's, it's important to keep doing this, keep sharing this experience, because so many of us are now in um, experiences where we have moved away from, from certain relationships in our life. Mm-hmm. because of the way the light has repositioned us for the new golden age. And so sometimes people find themselves away from a safety net they once had. So, it, you know, of relationships and in, in close and, and families and divorces and all the different things. So uh, right. I am very grateful to Jan to speak for all of us that this is just as important to me to be here in this transparent family um, as it is for the family listening and very grateful to Jan for bringing it forward and great letter to read, Catherine. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jan. So you, um, do you have something you want to, want to tell us about Meg? We have, we didn't have a chance before the show to, to um, compare notes, but we're having a good time. So, yeah, whatever you, of course. Do you have a and Megan I want to hear Owen? and vice, yeah, vice versa. I want mm-hmm. to hear the New York, the New York sort of story too. And yes, this these last couple of weeks with the rising energies, I felt we all are feeling um, intensely intense light and the displacement. So that's why your prayer is is very meaningful to me as the light displaces all that is not light. Mm -hmm. So um, we see in our media, we see in politics, we see in um, the news displacing all that is not light, but then also with me too. So I have really grabbed hold of the company of heaven's messages and reached for a deeper more consistent level of use of their the violet flame and with the moment-to-moment reporting. So it helps me to do reporting because it makes me feel connected to them when I'm out here on the farm with the animals. So, you know, we had like a bajillion chemtrails in the sky yesterday. And mm. so I just said reporting, and I'm also not in fear. I'm reporting that this is here, and they were half dissolved by the time my dog walk ended. Right. So I get They're to say thank faster. you. Yeah, very fast. The sky mm-hmm. was clear in two hours, and I had fifty, no lie, fifty giant chemtrails, and they were gone in two hours. And I've never seen that <laughs> fast work. So I went on <laughs> about gratitude <laughs> and thank you for that. But that that reporting and that dialogue helps me feel helps me feel the connection more and um it so i've just spent this last couple of weeks on digging deeper into love and expanding like jen said i know that i have strengthened me i have yet to tap jen you really nailed it i am Mm -hmm. tapping into that strength that i might have never experienced had i not been pushed to the limit like this and I've had several really horrendous nights of what most people would call nightmares but I I think they're really different 
and I think it's work in the night. Mm-hmm. And so the last couple of weeks has been intense, and I'll wake up very shaken, and I'll cry a little bit, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good, but tired. And so I didn't know I could be so gentle and kind when I'm exhausted. I didn't know I could mm-hmm. be as patient and loving when I'm exhausted. So I'm right. I'm, re- I'm really excited experiencing the expansion of what it means to not let any outer experience God, really am grateful that they help bring that forward no outer experience has a control over your love and I just am taking that mm-hmm. to heart and holding on to it like a rope literally <laughs> like yes, a rope when the frequencies are strong and they're really washing my nervous system and I'm feeling very shaken by the and I'm like nope mm-hmm. it's not me this is this is not going to separate me from mother and father or who I know myself to be is love so that's been, yes bravo that that's been really needed the last couple last couple of weeks and I just am very grateful for the company of heaven providing us with the tools to let me know how to handle this when it gets this play so I'm just like Jan, experiencing it, rising up, reporting, creating the dialogue, and and feeling the lift. And uh, it's it's meant all the difference to know that there's others out there doing the same and that we're okay. And this is what it looks like, as Christine mm-hmm. says. This is just what ascension looks like. Right. It's a little messy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the frequencies, Meg. The last day or two have yep. been, we have just been bombarded yep. and targeted. You know, light workers are being targeted. Yep. The, the last day or so was just waves of this really intense, heart-pounding anxiety that is not, it's not arising from something in my current life. Mm-hmm. But I know what that is from earlier life, I know what that feeling is. So I can reach, this is what how the transmutation really works because we know what those feelings are. We know what it means. And we know to say, this does not shake me. This doesn't mm-hmm. change my love for mother and father or my deep, strong connection, just like you said. I am the one who transcends this. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, yeah, it's hard work sometimes, but that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to this network, to this family, to you, Meg, to Christine. I mean, yeah. how could we do this if we couldn't share it with each other and and know that others are feeling the same thing mm-hmm. really helps. Really helps. So thanks, Meg, for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have another letter that we we can read. That's oh, also good. fun because it's really um, rich. So this is we'll call him Cowboy. <laughs> this is from Cowboy. Hello, goddesses, sending waves and waves of light and love your way. 
as we all cross over the finish line and head to the starting gate for our next great journey. I cannot tell you the many ways the RVGCR has already shown up for me. I'm feeling like the richest, fullest, happiest me I can be, and I smile knowing it's only getting going to get better and better. Just let me know what I can do to help you in any way when I come to the retreat. I'm in total belief that we will be on the other side of this blessing as when we meet, and I will allow us and it will allow us to dream those big dreams we will all be living. I am in love and gratitude for this opportunity to get to know all of you and the many who will be here on a deeper level. The last three months and the many, many fellow Centurion Denarians I have met and been able to know on a much deeper connected dream space has been such a rich and rewarding experience for me. The love that has now entered my life in layers and layers of infinite possibilities, has turned me in a new direction of how perfect this whole experience has been. May you all have a blessed and wholesome day, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Cowboy. Mm. There's someone what who's a really, yeah, really riding the crest of this fabulous wave we're involved Mm -hmm. in now. So, have you more to share, Meg? Or shall we? Well, I was just thinking about Valor. Uh Uh-huh. When I saw that announcement, yes, I had the same reaction, and it was just Valor. No paragraph, no explanation, (laughs) (laughs) Valor. So I'm like, oh, Michael, Valor. And um, it happens to be my favorite essential oil blend from a company I use. It's absolutely my favorite. So it's like Valor, and I put it on our feet, and I feel valorous. That's not a word. So (laughs) I, uh, I looked it up, and you did too. And mm-hmm. I I thought, you want to read a few of the words that we got? You go ahead. Did you Do you have okay. them there? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, you, I do. Right. Yeah. And, and I liked how um, when you were talking about the definition, you know, this is about, not about the battle, like we hear valor about a soldier was, valor and and battle and that's true but this isn't about the battle you know this Mm -hmm. is about this is about holding fast to the light in all things which is what we've been talking about and so Mm -hmm. let's focus on that let's open our hearts to that essence of valor so we have bravery courage pluck i love that one (laughs) Nerve, daring, fearlessness, audacity, boldness, dauntlessness, stout-heartedness. I love that one. Mm -hmm. Heroism, backbone, having heart. I've heard that. Oh, she has heart. 
that mm-hmm. that feels like a good definition too. Metal, informal guts, <laughs> true <laughs> grit, spunk, and moxie. I don't know where I learned that word, but I grew up with that word, moxie. So moxie. who knows <laughs> where that comes from, but I loved it. So those were some of the things that that came up when I was looking through about valor. And I know Michael's going to talk more about what that means in the higher dimensions for all of us. So that was fun. Mm -hmm. It's a good word. Yeah. I'm going to let Michael um, describe the events of last night that occurred here. Um, But I will just give a little opening um, first, I want to thank Ashtar. He's been helping out. We were getting some interference on the line, and I asked him to please come and send our technical angels and to strengthen the security, and it seems like it's working better now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thank you, Ashtar. Um, so last night, the energies were really intense here, and... Christine was up most of the night. I was aware that she was awake a lot. And we sort of have this way of while she's doing the really intense transmuting, I uh, send the energy of light. I re-grid the grid around our house. I talk to Ashtar about security, call in the angels, to strengthen, shine, heal, repair any any um, any place where the grid might have been weakened or uh, compromised by the attacks that are going on, which is rare, but it's it's part of being responsible for our side of this is to call for the help and to ask for. Um, security from Ashtar, from our galactic friends, from Michael, to have your angels come and help you regrid, um, to shine and polish the light of your grid, and to connect with the earth grid, the crystalline Christ grid that is now surrounding planet Earth. So while Christine was was doing some very heavy-duty transmuting work during the night, I was doing the regridding and holding the light, you might say. And for me, that's a very tangible thing. It's literally holding Sananda's hand calling on Mother and Father, asking her to touch our hearts, to send her honey love, to strengthen and warm us. And they do. They always come to hold us, especially when there are really difficult things going on. So Michael will describe some of the things that have happened during the past weeks and especially last night, that have to do with valor. And I won't, I won't uh, 
grab his punchline. <laughs> I'll let him describe um, and weave this story for us, as only Archangel Michael can do. So I turn the talking stick to you, Meg, so you can introduce our dear, dear brother, Michael. Thank you, Catherine. Just give Catherine a second to connect with Michael, although he's right on her side. Welcome, Michael. We're so happy you're here with us today. Greetings, beloved family. It's I, Archangel Michael. Yes, I come today to talk with you about valor. It is a fascinating subject, and the word itself resonates, doesn't it? It brings up images of, as you, as you listed that wonderful list of words, courage, bravery, heart. That's the kind of valor we're going to talk about. Strong hearts. The strong will that is the will that connects with God. And God's love. So... Let me tell you a little bit about what's been going on here at the farm because we talk to many of you about what's going on in your lives. Of course, you write in. We talk with you through the week. And you tell us that many of of the things you're experiencing are similar, as our dear Jan has written I also want to ask, answer a question from one of our dear listeners, Linda, who wrote in about her beloved dog named Bo. She said, Bo has been very sick and is seems to be having many of the same symptoms that she has had, that she recognizes as transmuting symptoms. And she asked, could it be that my poor, sick pet, Bo, is feeling the same things I am, is doing this work as well? This, I would like to confirm, absolutely yes, Linda, your Bo is a, is a light worker, like you. He shares your life and your work. So I can tell you some some wonderful examples about that that have to do with the animals in this house in New York. And when I do, you will recognize these traits, these fascinating abilities in your own animals, the ones who have chosen to be here with you at this time are important contributors to this whole process. So this is a story of valor, not only of the humans, but of all the beings of planet Earth at this time when all have come to work on our own ascension, but beyond that, to bring the light to planet Earth. 
So I'll begin with last night's story. Christine is very sick today. We are surrounding her. She is being protected. I want you to know, as I tell you this story, she was never in any danger. She is not in any mortal danger. We are protecting her. But as you've described today, there are many things that only you can do. And in doing it, there's sometimes great discomfort. But that's because you're there in a human body and you're doing the work. It is not that you're failing because you don't look good. <laughs> you're not dressed up and shiny and and out in the world shining your light proudly. You may be in bed. You may be exhausted. You are working, beloved ones. And those of you who are light bearers, gatekeepers, fire keepers, and so on, each have your own role, as we've said before. But all, in, in this time, all are also contributing to the transmuting. So last night, in the dark hours, Christine was visited. She saw there in her room before her a very large shadowy being whose energy was nothing if not malevolent, filled with hate, dark in other words, and very dense very heavy, dense energy. She saw this figure, knew that it represented something important. Important to recognize, to deal with, but to not fear. As Christine has often said, She's trained for this all her life, and I can tell you many lifetimes before this one. Christine is helping with this because of her steadfast valor. And her valor springs from the depth of her faith in God, from the depth of her faith in us, That never wavers. She may complain sometimes. She may ask for relief. But she never wavers. And she never refuses to take on the job. We did ask her if she could serve for one more day. And she said yes. Absolutely, even though she was already very sick. You know the symptoms we've described. Nausea, exhaustion, pain all through her body. And along with the transmutation work and the sickness that comes with it, there's also the frequencies that are aimed at creating headaches, creating aches in your muscles and your bones, 
So there's an accumulation because it's been a long trek this last few weeks and months. So she had agreed. This being appeared in her room. Now, it appeared in her room because the security forces allowed this to happen. It was not a breach of security of any kind. I want to, I want to remind you of that so that in hearing this story, you realize there is nothing to fear. So it would have surprised most people to see a hulking, dark being presenting itself feet away from you in your room at night. She acknowledged its presence. She knew it was some kind of being that represents the darkness that all of us are now working against. It was, in fact, an accumulation, you might say, of the energies of the Chamarans, those of the darkest and intense malevolence, the ones who were truly in charge of keeping the planet enslaved. There are very few left now, and this is one of the reasons we asked Christine to help with this, because in facing this being calmly, in love, but anchored, steadfast, unmoving, in her connection to God, in her divinity, she faced this being. She said to it, as she always does when dark beings come into her aura, she said, I know you're here to come to the light. You're here to come to mother and father or you would not be presenting yourself to me because I represent Mother and Father God. I represent the will and the love of God. She continued to say these words inside herself and to the being. It remained for some time. She continued this Standoff, you might call it. But it was not war. She was aware of that. There was nothing of combat in it. She was not trying to push the being or have an effect upon it. She was spreading light. The being had with it other smaller beings very dark, very miserable miscreations. Not beings with souls or born of mother and father, but born of some nefarious laboratory that the Chamarans invented for their dark deeds. These beings came forward to attack Christine and she was aware that their intention 
was to make her sick and was to make her so sick that she could not continue her work. She stood her ground. She said within, it doesn't matter how much they try. It doesn't matter how sick I might feel. I will never give in to darkness. I will never relinquish my hold on my own light and my hold with God. They tried. They threatened. They pushed sickening energy in her direction. She stood her ground. This went on for long minutes into hours during the night. She was exhausted, but in the end, the beings dissipated and left. And we, of course, with the angels, gathered up the energies and took them to mother and father. It was a long night. And in the morning, after moments of fitful sleep, Christine was flat out exhausted. And in a state of shock, really, physical shock. And she was reminded that she'd been told in the past that, when, for instance, when someone is in a very severe, like an automobile accident or a crash, the crash will disorient you, will set you out of phase with your emotional, physical spiritual bodies and it takes some time to gather your strength to reor- literally reorganize yourself but in spite of that being shaken to her core she was still calling upon us asking us about it asking what was causing it why she felt this way What had happened? And did she succeed? Did she do what was needed? We reassured her. Through Catherine, yes, not only did she do what was needed, she created an opening. She dissolved enough of that darkness by literally absorbing it herself, passing it through her body and into the earth. And this is how the new golden age is being created. You recognize this, don't you? All of you are helping with this. This is a vivid example, a rather dramatic story, you might say. But nevertheless, it's what Jan described as well. 
it's what many of you are feeling. It's what Linda sees in her beloved dog, Bo, holding fast, standing up against whatever comes to emerge from the experience, exhausted maybe, but triumphant, triumphantly holding our hand. Standing with us, the company of heaven, in God's divine light. Today, Christine is resting. Catherine as well, to some extent, because, of course, she was helping to support with the light. And you see, it was not a battle between good and evil. But it's about dissolving the dark energies in the light of God's love. Now I want to also include what the animals do and how they contribute with equal valor to this this historic time when everyone is throwing their energy and their light behind this effort to move planet Earth into the new golden age, completely into the new golden age. You know a lot has been going on behind the scenes. You've read the and heard us talk about the wonderful changes that are taking place. Those continue and are real. The RV is real. The financial changes in the world are real and are already in place. The changes in governments, institutions, and so on are real. Do not lose faith or lose hope As Cowboy said, this has been a time for all of you. And Meg, as you mentioned, it's a time to learn about the strength you really have, the ability you have to stand in the light. Most of you didn't know how strong you were. You didn't know how you could use your faith to create unity, to create momentum. And the more of you that join with us, especially during this lunar, um, this full moon, I urge you to join with the, um, with the, the groups that are gathering at the time of the full moon which will be Tuesday, tomorrow, at 2.08 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, but across the globe you can find the times, either sleeping or waking, you can join with this meditation to bring peace to planet Earth. There will be thousands, thousands together, 
sending their prayers for peace. The more that join in with this prayer, the greater the strength. Now let me tell you about the animals here. As most of you know, there are three. Che, the little chihuahua, Lady Bam Bam, the striped cat, and little firefly, gray and white, fluffy, young, sweet cat. Now these three started out some two and a half years ago. The cats were a little bit leery because they'd had questionable experiences with dogs and were a bit fearful, even though Che is no larger than they. They still were leery about it. But Che has persevered in love and has won them over completely. And now they are a team. They are working for God. And each of them is now consciously aware of their mission, consciously aware of their contribution to bringing light to the planet. They have um, an animal communicator who has worked with the cats and with Christine since they were just tiny, tiny little kittens. So they're familiar with expressing their feelings, thinking about their actions, talking to one another about how they can become better beings, how they can use their animal bodies. And recently they both, the two cats, made a point of telling the animal communicator that they were very grateful for the fact that Che was helping them to understand how to use their animal bodies to to do their mission and to do it better. They're constantly working inside themselves and with each other to be better at their own mission. Now, for Che, that mission involves being a deep healer. He is completely attentive and in deep love and commitment to both Catherine and Christine. But in recent months, it's been Christine who was seriously ill and needed his ministry. So what he does is to come any time of day or night, jump up on her bed, and plunk down against her. Sometimes belly to belly, sometimes back to back. But he works with us. He works with Sananda. And you can see him. He will turn his body in a certain way. He'll position himself. He'll place his paws strategically, sometimes on her heart, sometimes on her kidneys, 
sometimes on her belly. And he draws off the pain. He draws off the transmuting pain that she feels from having taken in the dark energies herself. So they work together. Christine is very aware of his presence and of what he's doing. She calls on the angels, sometimes to cocoon him, sometimes to protect him, to modulate it so that he isn't overwhelmed. And they work together to transmute and draw off the dark energies and send them into the earth. You'll see <laughs> you'll see Che sometimes doing what we suggest of him. He goes into a meditative state and listens very carefully to our instructions. And a few days ago I gave him a very special assignment. I told him to make them laugh. Whatever he could do to make them laugh. And I showed him. I played with him the way he loves, where I pretend to come forward and and he does the, the move that you see dogs do, where they put their paws forward and they're behind in the air, their ears back, and they jump. And he jumps back and forth, up and down, runs across the room, leaps onto the bed. And by this time, of course, everyone was laughing. And he plasters his ears back so that he pretends to look vicious. Well, that really gets a laugh because he's so far from vicious. So there are, there are ways that animals contribute to our well-being that most people don't even think about. So look at your pets as I tell you this story. Look at your own pets. Look into their eyes and know that they are here for you. They're here to help you in this mission. Now, Che also has helped Bam Bam and Firefly to strengthen their their commitment, their, well, I can't say their commitment. They were already tremendously committed but to strengthen their coordination with each other. And Bam Bam is a unique and beautiful master. Her strength is, well, enormous. She is able to do the the mission that she describes as being an energy super scrubber. Bam Bam has a way of expressing this physically. When she's working, she strides across the room. It almost looks like she's marching. She will work the room. She goes around the perimeter, into all the corners, under all the furniture, into every place that a a dark energy could pool, and she scrubs the energy 
and she works especially hard after anyone comes into the house. Even a delivery person, a visitor, she will scrub the house of any dark energies that need to be dissipated. She sees that as her mission, her responsibility, and her job. Now she confers with the other two animals as she does this. And she's been very responsible about teaching Firefly. Firefly, who's a young, younger soul and less experienced with the ways of the world. Bam Bam has taken her on like a child, like her own child, has taught Firefly how to be aware of certain things, how to know about the dangers that are outside. And so Firefly does not go out. She stays in the house and in the greenhouse, which she calls being outside. Now Firefly has unique, gentle, exquisite, abilities. She is able to put out, to emanate a sonic wave that can fill the room with light, healing, soft, enveloping, uplifting light. She works directly with Mother to bring Mother's energy through. We call her the gentle soul. Her energies are soft. Her personality is sweet and loving. Although she does demand her place when there's a family meeting, she wants to contribute. She's determined to contribute and to bring light to every encounter. Each of these animals do this. Now, Bam Bam, I should tell you, has a special ability where she can send the light of the green healing ray through her eyes. And you can see it. It shows up in photographs, too. You can see it. Her eyes turn greener. She focuses in a certain way. She can widen her gaze and send the healing ray throughout the room, or she can narrow it to a fine focus and send it right to where it's needed, which is often to her mom, Christine. So she sits at the top of her kitty condo and sends green healing rays directly to Christine. Now, do your animals do this? Watch them. Are they part of your mission? Of course. Now, these are our unique animals. All animals are unique, of course. They came to do this mission with Christine and Catherine, specifically, planned long before any of them came here. Many of you 
who are animal lovers and light workers have animals like this. And I can tell you, it will warm their hearts, it will strengthen their resolve, and it will be a great relief to them when you tell them that you know. You know that they're helping you. And when you express your gratitude to them, just as we express our gratitude to all of you, it creates a deeper connection. It creates a sense of unity for everyone. We love telling you how grateful we are to you. You love saying this to your pets, don't you? Tell them. And ask them to communicate with you. Ask them to communicate their feelings about what's going on, about what they're doing. They're very high beings often, but they don't necessarily understand all of what you're going through. It's very helpful for them if you will explain to them what you're doing and reassure them because they worry if you're sick. They truly do. One of our examples, Che, who works so hard to try to heal Christine, one of the worst days when she was so sick, he barked and barked and called to Catherine to come. He sat on the edge of the bed with tears in his eyes to communicate how sad he was that he couldn't make Christine well. He was worried. And the cats were also worried because she was sick and they couldn't make her well. We asked Catherine to reassure them, to explain to them. They are helping. They are doing their mission. They are doing their work just as you are. It doesn't always look like something is finished. It looks like everyone involved is dedicated and strong and feeling their connection to God and to each other. That's what love is. That's what ascension is. It's being in love, caring, offering, and being willing to keep going in the face of all things. Like Che, you may have tears in your eyes. You may sometimes feel that you almost can't go on. But then you call on us. We talk about it. We send you our love. We embrace you. We let you know how grateful we are. And you keep going. And so do we. And you've heard this before. This story ends in glory. So look to your friends, other light workers. Look to the network here. Communicate with each other. 
hold each other in your hearts. Right now, as we're talking together, reach out to one another. Touch hearts. Hold hands. You see? Your energy is transmitted to one another, emanates in a glowing pillar of light, connects to the grid, and the light is dispersed throughout the planet. You are succeeding. You are doing exactly what you came here to do. You are expressing, demonstrating valor, all of you. You see, our animals express valor when they press against you to reassure and assure you and comfort you. When you reach out to each other, you're expressing valor and sharing it with unity. That is strength. We love you. We're so grateful for this time together, for this time However difficult it may be, we are together and growing stronger every day. I am your Archangel Michael. Call on me, beloved brothers and sisters. Call on Sananda, mother and father, and let them shine their light and express their va- their gratitude for your valor. We love you. And here is the beautiful song that we we put the link to on our email message. This is you. This word has been sung for thousands of years in many lands for spiritual upliftment. I am your brother, Archangel Michael. <laughs> 